everybody. Welcome back to a new edition of Bitch Breathe. I am your host, Ricardia, and this is a totally new edition because I'm trying this in front of camera from my little home studio here. So I'm trying to figure this out because I used to be an actor and then there used to be lots of very competent people around you who could do it for you. And now I have to do all this uh, by myself. So bear with me. So what are we going to talk about today? It's almost New Year's Eve, the holidays, the Christmas, the Hanukkah, whatever it is you celebrate. It's over, and now New Year's Eve is looming. I've spent, like most of us, I'm guessing, very different kinds of New Year's, from really partying it out, literally, because it was becoming 1999, to going to sleep before midnight, to breaking up, to falling in love. I've had... A variety there. And I'd actually love it if you wrote to me and told me what some of the special, in a good and a bad way, maybe New Year's Eve's you've had. But today I'm going to talk about a very specific experience. And that is, I did it so it would rhyme, leave on New Year's Eve. So this episode is for all of us. And I've been there a few times. (laughs) For all of us who wanted or want to break up, but you just couldn't do it couldn't do it yet. If you've listened to some of my earlier episodes this year, you know that I absolutely detest Christmas. I make the Grinch before his conversion, if you will, look like he was an angel on Christmas. That's how much I really, really don't like the holidays. But New Year's Eve was always a little different for me. New Year's Eve meant a new opportunity. And even though I really don't care for resolutions an awful lot, It is a time for me where voluntarily or involuntarily, I'd start to reflect. I write things down. I look back at the year. And I think we all do that, this collective sort of backward glance. How were things? How am I doing now? And is there anything I hope for going forward? And so this time really throws into greater relief what maybe we haven't necessarily accomplished that we really, really wanted to this year. And I'm going to put that in the context of breaking up. As some of you know, I have begun to work and speak with people who are going through a breakup, who are trying to leave, but where it's not quite happening yet. And I'll get to more about that at the end of the episode when I will let you know how to get in touch with me. So several years ago, I realized I was in a long-term relationship. Things were really, really not going well. There were kids involved. There were legal contracts involved. And there were a lot of repercussions if I had gone through with my New Year's resolution, if you will, to leave this person. I couldn't do it. I thought to talk to the kids. I talked to myself a lot. But I really I couldn't do it. All this evidence was here that I should probably not stay. But it wasn't building up enough in a way that I could resolutely move forward and away from this person. I was still very much in love, at least I thought so at the time. And there were a lot of consequences I was going to have to deal with if I had gone through with it. So today we're going to look at what do you do when you absolutely feel it's time. You know it's been time to leave, but you're not quite there yet. The first thing. I'm going to ask you the hardest thing first. You're going to have to forgive yourself because it's hard. What you're trying to do is really, really hard. And I know for some of my breakups, 
I didn't even know how hard it was going to be until the breakup was already in full motion and the reaction of the other party was starting to become very volatile and a little scary and totally unexpected. I thought I was going to do this nice, clean, little conscious breakup. Turns out the other party wasn't having it. So if I had known all that, I would have hesitated even longer, I think. That's if what happened after hadn't occurred. But let me get to that later as well. So I knew it was time to leave, but I couldn't. I knew it was time to run, but I could not tie my running shoes. Why? What does that also say about us? When we want to run away, we've got this huge escape plan, but we don't do it. Not because we're physically threatened. I just mean to get out of there. Physical threat is another story entirely. And I think it's important to understand that we have to forgive ourselves for this stop-and-go motion. Why? Because it also means we're responsible people. We think about what we're doing a little bit. We understand some of the repercussions, some of the consequences it will have for the people around us as well. It means we give a shit. It means we take care. And if that means hanging around a moment longer than you know you should, then that's how it is. And since I touched upon it before, I'm not talking about physical violence, right? Emotional abuse is plenty enough to deal with, but physical abuse, whole nother can of worms. And there's a lot, a lot of help out there for you anonymously. And I would please ask that if that is you to get that kind of professional help. I can't deliver that in a podcast, I think. I know. So understand that this isn't just weakness or if it is at all weakness, this is you thinking about what it's going to mean for everybody involved if you make the decision to quit this relationship. So I want to get into some of the supportive measures you can take to heave yourself out of the situation when you do come to that point. And you will. You will come to the point where you leave. You're just not quite at the threshold yet, and that is totally fine. But what could really help? I know because it helped me in some cases. Make a list of the people who can support you in this mission in the new year. If 2023 is the year that you've decided this relationship needs to end because it's not healthy for anybody here and it's not letting you grow in the way that you could, then you're going to need your support network. And I talk about this a lot in my book, The Breakup Call, that you have to rope in all those who can really provide support And the second part of this is make a list of the kind of support it is that you need and who are the designated people who can provide this support. I'm talking about housing. I'm talking about maybe financial support. I'm talking legal. If they know somebody who can help you legally, whatever it is that your specific requirements for this separation are, you need to get with these people. You need to make a list and then make the corresponding phone calls to them. Do it in 2023 if now is not a good time, but have a time window where you say, that's why I'm going to make that list, and that's when I'm going to call those people. Another little mechanism that might help you extract yourself from this relationship in the new year is to write down how you would rather spend your New Year's Eve, or any holiday for that matter. Valentine's Day is right around the corner, people. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I'll have an episode for that too. 
but know that there is a way to visualize the kind of life, the kind of New Year's Eve and holidays that you want by writing it down, maybe talking to people. Maybe you're more of a visual person. Could this be a picture? Could this be a poem? Could this be a little movie you make of yourself or of a scenario? Maybe there's even movies out there that show, or books even, the kind of consciousness you want to bring to a New Year's Eve going forward. One thing that helped me a lot before my first divorce, and there have been two, by the way, just in case it was five, (laughs) or you thought it was five. So one thing that really helped me was that my then husband, who's a really great guy, we're still very good friends, he said to me, well, what would you do if you blinked us away? The house, the kids, and then I'm going to add a few things here, blink away the debt, your partner. What if you were truly free of any obligation or expectation? What would you do? What would you do? Really take your time for this one. Take a lot of time because you might not dare go there yet. A part of why we don't leave is because we're afraid of what comes after. And so we don't even allow ourselves to imagine what the future without this relationship might look like, what it might look like for those involved. So really take your time and be brave Just for a moment, nobody has to see these notes that you take or this little recording that you make. You don't have to share this with anyone but yourself. You can hide it away somewhere, plenty of ways to do that. But really take your time and imagine what it would be like if all these repercussions, all these people, all these imagined blockages that you still feel right now weren't there. And don't stop until you've filled at least two to three notebook pages or, I don't know, let's say two or three minutes on your voice memo on your phone, for example. And really, go for it. If writing isn't your thing, record it. What I also thought was helpful was sending a letter, either really sending it to a friend or imagining that I'm writing this letter to a friend because you know what this does? it'll make you reflect in a different way because now there's an addressee, a concrete person who might read these words. There's a lot of power in that when we suddenly know, oh, there's an audience, there's a witness for what I'm about to do. Since we're already in the realm of imagination and reflection, try to see if you can truly understand why you want to leave. What are the no-goes that you just don't want to face for the new year? What kind of scenarios, conflict, conversations are you so over with? I remember in one particular long relationship, at some point, I remember some of the fights, the topics were always the same, and I would start to get really tired. My partner would get all worked up, and my eyes would like start to get really droopy, and I almost fell asleep because I couldn't do this anymore. I was literally physically tired of having these same old repetitive conversations. If that sounds like something that is familiar to you, think about those because that will help you understand why you want to leave, what those reasons are, and what it is you're truly ready to shed. And now let's go a little bit deeper maybe. Imagine what the year will be like if you stay. What are the weekends going to be like? Do you get along with the in-laws or your partner's friends and family? What is it like with children involved, with vacations, with work colleagues? 
what is going on there? And do you really truly want all that to stay for 2023? And is the pain of facing those things still smaller than the pain of the unknowing, of the not knowing what comes next, of the separation? Because it still hurts to break up. Even if we're so sick and tired of this person, it still hurts because we might still be in love or there's a lot of nostalgia or it's just been a long time that we have been with this person and we're a little afraid of what it's like to be single on a weekend, for example. So really imagine what happens if you stay. If you are married or you run a business together or are in any way legally bound to each other where a third party, in this case the state or whatever other entity there might be, has something to say about your separation, then it might be good to start doing some careful research. What are some of the legal repercussions you might be facing? Really get professional advice on this one. If you have friends who have gone through a similar situation, get their input as well. You now need someone with experience, competence, and the willingness to talk to you about all of it, to get some transparency and to be able to plan what your life will look like financially, logistically, when the separation comes. And you're just doing research. You don't have to leave yet just yet. This is just you checking the situation out a little bit. Who knows, something completely different might materialize, but it gives us a little bit of courage to have a little bit of knowledge of what could be important or what could become important further down the line. If you are ready to leave, then chances are this isn't the first time you're thinking about it. This isn't the first time that you've shied away from going that last mile. And the last mile is even harder. Take it from the accidental breakup expert. (laughs) The last mile is even harder in many cases than what comes after. Why? because of the unknown. You don't know how your partner is going to react in every case. You don't know how everyone who's also involved will react. Could be family, friends, again, the business. There's a lot of uncertainty in this stage. And that is a big, good reason not to leave just yet. But I'm here to tell you, and maybe you know this from experience, but you're too worried right now to remember. So here I am, your friendly reminder. This is the hardest part. When you've shown up for these next steps of leaving, of actually going through with it, you have done what I think is probably about hmm, 70, maybe even 80% of the entire process. Think about that. Just making the decision and then actually going through with it, being 70 or 80%, that's not a half bad deal. And I'm not here to persuade you to leave your partner, obviously. (laughs) Oh, I'm not the breakup expert. I'm like the leave your partner now expert. No, but it's good to have some certainty. And the only way to get that certainty is to make that next step. Do the research, get ready and work up some bravery for what comes. I said that you have probably been here before. You've tried to leave, maybe. Maybe it's been several times. Maybe your partner makes it really hard to leave. You might have already said it out loud. I'm leaving. I'm divorcing you. I'm taking the kids. Whatever it is you said. But you kept coming back. Those are really, really hard breakups. Why? Because you yourself have not given yourself enough evidence that you'll actually do it. And sometimes we can use a little help. 
with this. Luckily, we are now at an age where people understand that there are coaches, there are therapists, there are shamans, for all I know, who can help us with certain transitions of healing, of leaving, whatever it is. So it's not as difficult to get this help that you need. So if you do feel stuck and you know you've been here before, you want to leave, but it's not working, or maybe you already broke up and you're not sure how to face the next stage alone, then here comes my breakup call. Please get in touch with me. Just go on the website, thebreakupcall.com, or write me an email, ricardia at thebreakupcall.com. And why don't we try and see if together we can't figure out how to make a step-by-step plan for you so that 2023 can be the best year you've ever had instead of a repetition of 2022, maybe even 2021, 2019, whatever it is for you. I'm really looking forward to hearing from you. Until then, sending love.